You're listening to The Growth Sequence, a new age podcast for women to gain confidence, improve relationships, and find peace of mind through understanding their thoughts and emotions. Jillian Perrick is a master's graduate, life coach, and lady boss of her coaching and consulting company, Northern Resolutions. Time for some rosé and realization, ladies. Here's Jillian. Hi, everybody. So I'm recording this on a lazy Sunday, and it's raining. So once again, I don't feel guilty about not enjoying the day, so I got to lay on the couch, had a nap. I went out last night with a bunch of my friends uh, for one of my best friend's birthdays, and it's just really nice to be able to relax and kind of let loose a little bit. But today I wanted to talk about the opposite of letting loose, and that's perfectionism. And it's actually pretty funny because as there's cars driving past my window right now because we live on kind of a busy street, I think about the fact that, oh, I wonder if people can hear those cars going by. And sometimes I've listened back to recordings and you definitely can hear the cars going by. And I remember thinking to myself, oh my gosh, that's so unprofessional. Um, And I think of ways to edit it out or I just re-record those parts and then I was listening to a podcast in which I really respect the person and I think that she's very smart and um, I take a lot of her teachings to heart and I could hear cars in her background of her podcast and sometimes she even says oh sorry about that um, when there's like a sound in the background and I remembered that I don't take any of her lessons less seriously because there's a car honking in the background And it was just an interesting thought to have about perfectionism because we always feel like we're alone in it and that we're always trying to make something perfect so the outside world can validate us. And it was just a very interesting lesson for me. So again, today I wanted to talk about perfectionism. And I put up a recent Instagram post, which if you're not following me, you should be at Northern Resolutions Coaching. And the post was about perfectionism and how it can deviate your brain from acknowledging progress. So I'll take an example from my own life. Seven months ago, I became permanent within my organization. This is a super big deal as it means job security, benefits, spousal insurance, so I can accidentally kill my partner, etc. I'm sure he won't think that's very funny. Anyone that becomes permanent has to go through a big scary interview, which takes a lot of preparation. And it is a very high stakes situation because it could ultimately mean job security within the organization. So I was competing against four other people, one of which I currently worked with and has been in the unit for a lot longer than I have been. So when the time came, I did my best and received great feedback. I was not the successful candidate, but I did come second and they had a second spot open up and they offered that to me. So essentially, I was able to secure my permanent status within the organization. Was I happy? Yes. Did I beat myself up for this? Also yes. You see, my perfectionist brain saw coming second as a negative. If I couldn't be the best and be number one, was this a fraudulent experience? Obviously not. The end result was the same even if I had won the competition. I did my best and received positive and reassuring feedback from my superiors, so much so that they offered me the second position. So why did I feel this way? In speaking with a client this week, she expressed anxiety over receiving her annual performance review at work, especially so because she was nervous about anything negative that may be on it. She said how last year, environmental factors such as the condition of her building in which she is the administrator for was something that she needed to pay more attention to, and she's nervous that that would be on the review again. Her perfectionist brain, of course, was only thinking about what she would need to improve on rather than receiving praise for the things that she had done well. And really, this annual performance review is a lot like life. It is fluid, it's process, an ever-changing mechanism. 
There will never be a time that you are perfect in every way, because nobody is perfect. And performance reviews at work almost always have a component in which the employee can improve on. It's a part of the way organizations work and how they ebb and flow. My client also expressed anxiety about doing things the right way in her workplace and trying to keep it all together. And I asked her to try a practice in which, when she feels anxious about something at work, to actively engage with her thoughts and ask herself if the organization is putting the stress on her or if it's her own expectations. And usually you'll find that it's your own expectations. Now I'm saying that you can't have high expectations of yourself, but unreasonably high expectations that you are unable to fulfill will lead to negative self-talk. And that's what perfectionism is all about. If it's not perfect, it's not worth it. If I can't finish my 50 item list by 5 p.m. but I finished 49 of those things, was I productive? Um, yes. But because I didn't tick off that last item and I didn't have the time to finish it, loser flashes across in my brain. Okay, maybe not loser, but like very close to it. So being a perfectionist can wreak havoc on your life and affect the people around you. If you're caught up in this cycle of being unable to fulfill unrealistic expectations you put on yourself, your anger and frustration will begin to seep into your life. Perfectionists can go one of two ways. Never act on anything for real because of their need to make everything perfect and thinking that they will never be able to make it perfect, or obsessing over every minute detail to the point of neurosis. In this case, a lot of people incorrectly diagnosing themselves with obsessive compulsive disorder. There are so many ways in which perfectionism bites us in the butt. In recent months, I became serious about my health and decided to start working out and eating better, but I got into this cycle of being pissed at myself if I missed a day at the gym when I was aiming to go five days a week. And it was so silly because I would usually make it there five days a week, but if things with friends or family came up, I usually opted to do that, as one of my core values happens to be quality time with family and friends. And this is happening more frequently because it's the summer. And even if I'm going four days a week instead of five, I basically see it as a waste of time. So to mitigate this, I actively think of how great it is that I go to the gym four days a week and celebrate that accomplishment. Four days a week is still progress. It is still something. Perfectionism can also create a culture of secrecy when it comes to being vulnerable. Being vulnerable can mean showing the messy parts of our lives or our failings. And to a perfectionist, this equals death because failing means you're not perfect. And perfectionists sometimes view failure as catastrophic to their self-esteem and self-confidence. One failing could equal a ton of self-loathing and self-doubt, hence the critical self-talk. So we're so afraid to mess up that it can lead to hiding our truth and sometimes even lying. And this can create an internal bubble where no one else is allowed in because of the terror that follows being found out. That, you're not perfect. You're a human, a flawed being that makes mistakes. But hiding out and trying to keep a straight face for everyone on the outside does nothing for our connection to others. As well, perfectionism is a means of external control, and this usually means that there is a lack of control somewhere else in the person's life. So if you're unable to manage your brain, you might think, I'm going to manage my checkbook or I'm going to manage my to-do list. And this way, everything else is perfect. Perfectionism is quite paradoxical. As one's perfectionism increases, they are most likely to feel frustrated and upset rather than fulfilled. Setting high expectations can be motivating and quite healthy, However, when taken to the extreme, our productivity can actually decrease due to our worries about failing or being inadequate. So if you're listening to this and thinking that's all fine and dandy and it's super cool that you analyze me, Jill, but now what? Let's talk about some ways which we can decrease perfectionist thinking. You can think of mistakes as lessons. Whenever I mess something up, I tell myself, now I know for next time. Next time I can improve and do it better. You can try not to miss the point. And what I mean by this is instead of obsessing over every single detail for your wedding and becoming extremely stressed in the process, keep bringing yourself back to the thought of, what is the point of the wedding? Is it that everyone gets a monogrammed napkin on their plate? Or that everyone has a good time and wants to celebrate my marriage and will probably just throw the napkin out anyways? Not saying that you can't have pretty monogrammed napkins, but don't miss the point. 
You can enjoy the ride. Yes, it can be stressful planning a wedding, but there is tension where there is stress. So you should try your best to enjoy those little moments in between those moments of stress that are inevitable. And if you're feeling particularly courageous, fail on purpose. Do something that you know you're not good at and get comfortable at looking or feeling silly. The more you hide from rejection and minimize the risks you take, the less you learn about yourself and your willingness to move forward. So try a Zumba class or go to a karaoke night with your friends. Ask someone out. You can also ask someone close to you or someone that you just met or a colleague at work about a time that they felt imperfect. You'll be surprised at what they say and at their own insecurities. Being imperfect is indication that you are human rather than indication that you're a failure. They are not synonymous. And the more you can connect with others about making it through this thing called life that is and always will be messy, the more confidence you have to take risks and find happiness, even when you come out as imperfect on the other side. And to wrap it up, your philosophy for the day is a quote from Winston Churchill, which is, Perfection is the enemy of progress. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening to The Growth Sequence with me, Jillian Perrick. In this week's podcast description, you can access my social media links as well as my website and contact information. Send me an email and reference the Growth Sequence podcast in which you can receive a free discovery call if you're interested in one-on-one coaching. Make sure to subscribe here on Apple Podcasts or my SoundCloud page and don't forget to rate and review. Thank you and keep coming back for more insightful episodes about life, love, and work.